Hey there, and welcome back to Fire and Soul. I'm so grateful that you are here on this planet and in this community, like truly. Do you understand how incredible it is that we chose to be here at this time and that we get to tune into this frequency known as, yes, this podcast platform, but that we are in this co-creating some pretty cool magic together. We are getting stronger and wiser and more liberated every single day. And that's never lost on me. So thank you for giving yourself the gift of tuning in. And today is a really special dose. Um, Many of you are probably familiar with my guest, Raina Boychuk, also known as the Self Love Lounge across most social media accounts. She's bringing pure fire and revolutionary energy. And what's so cool is that probably just like you, I've been watching her journey for a couple years now, and I have been in awe. I have been truly captivated by her uncompromising potency as I have witnessed her just continue to stand in her power and in her truth and calling on all women to rise up and do the same. And so of course, anything online, people make it look so easy. And I love that we were able to unpack her journey and the evolution of how she came to be in this state of being today. It's deeply inspiring. And I too am ready to rise even more fully. And I'm hoping you feel the same and you get empowered to get just a little bit braver in whatever area of your life where you need to speak up and share your truth, whatever that means for you. A little bit of background on Raina and then some of the key topics that we uh, explore. And I do encourage you to stay to the very, very end because it got extremely juicy right there at the end of the conversation. So Raina is a clinical hypnotherapist, a woman's embodiment coach and spiritual mentor. Her path on this planet is a leader of the new paradigm and her purpose is leading women back to their power and helping them crack the code to their own divinity. I might've even shared that in the live recording, but it's worth saying it twice. So here's some of the things that we talk about and there's so much more nuance, but answering the call when you know it's time. Giving ourselves grace through the messy deconstruction and evolution of our own unique awakenings. Why it's essential to finally face our shadow in order to be liberated from our pain and suffering that we see on the external and of course we know it on the internal, but not to dwell in it. How our subconscious programming informs our trauma and why it is critical to get free. Navigating the collective split or splits and how it relates to Russian dolls, cracking the code of our divinity, and the ultimate battle cry to all women everywhere to reclaim our power and rise together. All ways in which you can connect with and or engage with Raina are left in the show resources. And speaking to that, I want to let you know that the Soul Essence Retreat happening mid-October under the new moon in Libra Energy in Malibu is happening and seats are still open. At this time, we have four spots that remain open. The essence of this retreat is a full immersion, a deep dive into this space reclaiming your true gifts and standing in the embodiment of your authentic power so that you can be fully expressed from your highest timeline to help elevate the world at a time when so much of humanity needs your gifts. This and so much more and the the community that has already been magnetized to this specific intentional container, I am just awed 
by. And I cannot wait to share in this experience with you if you feel called. You can head on over to michelle-sorrow.com forward slash soul essence retreat and it's all over the site. All right, my loves, without further ado, please enjoy this conversation with Miss Raina. It's time to answer the call. Raina, it is such a joy to have you. I am so honored to be dropping in with you on Fire and Soul. Welcome. Thank you, Michelle. It's an honor to be here. Oh, wow. This is going to be incredible. I want to read a brief bio on you, although many of my listeners already are following you, um, but I will share what I have. You are a clinical hypnotherapist, a woman's embodiment coach, and spiritual mentor. Her path on this planet is a leader of the new paradigm, and her purpose is leading women back to their power and helping them crack the code to their own divinity. I want to say, aho, oh yeah. Can we just unpack that for a moment? And I want to start with how you got here. I mean, you've been in divine service, and it has been bold and benevolent and brave beyond words, inspiring so many women like myself. I'm getting the full divine tingles already out of the gate um, to step up, to stand up in the embodiment of our truth. But I know that there must be a journey for you. I mean, when did you get the call and what was that like to take this stand for your own calling before we'll talk about now how you're here to help others. For sure. For sure. It's, um, it's just, it's, it's this beautiful little story. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've always, uh, I've always known that something is off in this world. Yes. Um, you know, I led sort of a, a tumultuous, difficult path for the first half of my life. And um, when 2020 hit, mm. it was probably April of 2020, I knew, automatically knew that what was coming down was big and it was not right and nothing made sense. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, there was just this voice inside of me that went, it's time. Ooh. Like as loud as it, it, it said, it's time. And I was like, and my boyfriend was beside me at the moment and I turned to him. And I'm like, it's time. And he's like, what? And I'm like, it's time. He's like, time for what? I said, I don't know, but it is, it's time. Mm. And ever since that moment, I typically went through probably what you could call like 10 years of um, stripping away um, you know, remembrance, everything Mm -hmm. in like a matter of six months. Mm -hmm. And in six months, you know, I went from, from Raina who just kind of went through her life, didn't really say too much, didn't want to disturb, always put a smile on my face, always was putting, you know, other people in front of me, making sure everybody else was okay. To this woman, like who just couldn't stop, but in a beautiful way, right? Like I just couldn't stop. And I remember there was even a moment in time where, you know, where some of my family members were like, well, Raina, maybe you should like just step back for a bit and tone it down. And I'm like, maybe I should, but I couldn't. Mm -hmm. There was nothing in me 
that allowed me to quiet down, to step away, to maybe reevaluate what I'm saying and how I'm saying it and to, to who I'm saying it to. Mm. And here we are like three, you know, three and a bit years later. And my life is just completely, I've done a 180 mm. in three years. It's amazing. And I so relate and my listeners know, I mean, what you just described, I shared in detail in my journey of deconstruction and dismantling as well. And there's been a lot of grief for me in that, right? Not for a world that once was, that was all manipulated and right an illusion anyway, but for the collective split. So you talked about how friends and family were like, Raina, tone it down. How has that evolved uh, in terms of your personal relationships and those dynamics? Oh, it was, um, it was a massive stripping away the last three years of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I, uh, you know, I, yeah, it was a massive, like I lost, I mean, that's not the right word, but people who no longer, I guess, aligned with who I was becoming and where I was going, mm. just continuously left my life. And it wasn't, a, you know, it, it wasn't a peaceful, you know, I love you, see you later, leaving either. It was, there was a lot of anger. There was a lot of judgment. There was a lot of name calling. Um, what is wrong with you? How can you be doing this? How can you be saying these things? You know, and I even took some time for myself where I was like, Jesus, like, maybe I need to be, I need to be more compassionate. And I mean, I believe that I was, but you know, I was, I was painted as, um, yeah, the slanderous terms that are pejorative and people, a lot of people will just read a headline or a statement on social and make their associations, not because it's their fault. There's been a very effective indoctrination, right? And so sounds like your journey is very similar to mine, because as I observe, even how you share and what you share on your uh, just captivating Instagram account, the self-love lounge, which is how we know you, um, or at least that's how I know you. And I know my listeners as well. Um, There has been a shift even in your own vibration. And it's almost like there was like this metaphorical wake up people to now it's like, you're just standing in your truth. You're standing in the embodiment of your light. Those who are supposed to, right. Okay. You're nodding. And my listeners can't see that. What do you, what do you, how would you expand on that? It's, and again, that was, that was part of a a big transformation and a deconstruction that Mm. I went through. I learned a lot of lessons Mm. in these past three years, you know, when all of this began to come down 2020 and, and, you know, the better part of 2021, I had a lot of anger was coming up and bewilderment. And I, you know, I couldn't believe the people around me were doing what they were doing and nobody was listening to me. And, and I felt like, you know, we had to, I had to wake people up. I Mm. had to warn people. I had to save people. Um, I think I marched in almost every single freedom rally we had here in Vancouver. I'd even run, um, as a candidate for the PPC in the last election. And, um, you know, I had never 
I don't like politics at all, but I just, I felt that I had to do something. Um, I felt that I needed a bigger platform to, to speak mm. up on. And then shortly after that, there was um, a reckoning, I guess, within me. And I had just, I looked around and I saw all the damage mm. that had been done. And and the division and, you know, families excluding members at Christmas time. And I just, um, mm-hmm. I remember crying for days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, slowly I was like, I did a lot of, 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 of excavating um, mm-hmm. stuff from my own self, right? A lot of anger came up, a lot of uh, all those, you know, pain bodies that we hold on to. And I began to really understand what was happening. Mm. Really, really understand. And then I just was like, wait a minute. No, this is not, this is not how this is supposed to be. This is, you know, we're, we're in, in the midst of, of one of the greatest evolution of mm. consciousness this mm. planet has ever seen. Mm. And I'm now at a place um, in my life and in my message and in the work that I do with women where it's like, look, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. It has to happen. Yes. Every single person on this planet, and there's a lot of people, mm. they have their own power. Mm. They have their own position in this awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing that we are here to do right now is to go inside, clear out what we need to clear out mm-hmm. so that we can stand in our power throughout this time. Because this time is just beginning. Yes. Just beginning. Yeah. You know, and this is, you know, this is a collective awakening. This is a, a collective raise in consciousness. But where does that begin, right? It begins at the individual level. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, that's beautifully said. Um, thank you for that. Uh, that is what I have been observing in the shift in even what you share. I remember Uh, I got so inspired by a post that you put out maybe two years ish ago, maybe a little less. And it was, you fucked with the wrong generation. Absolutely. And on the deepest level, I know that was true, but then there was a tonality that started to shift. And even in your comments, cause I read it all, you know, I just, I love your account and, and uh, it's so funny that we're finally just connecting, but we connected when we were supposed to connect, because as I told you, when we were dropping in before I hit record, um, this is the place where I feel free and I have been bold and I have been speaking truth. And I answered that call and could not deny it either. It was a demand on my soul, Absolutely. but I, I haven't played this bold out there on social. And there's lots of reasons why, but these days it's like, it's very, very clear. I had a profound initiation through catching COVID actually several weeks back. And what was revealed to me was it is time. And so the shift that I witness in you, I'm getting the full divine tingles again, 
is this awareness around the divinity within. And when we damn another, we damn ourselves, right? And we're causing more of the divide. And that's what I'm seeing you share more and more. And it's this, it's, it's like this battle cry, this urgency, but yet also a surrender is what I'm observing. So you're nodding. So how would you, how would you speak to that in, in maybe more context and nuance? Hmm. What, so what we see going on in our daily lives, in the world, you know, in our cities, in, in, in our countries, everything that we see going on right now is a reflection of the inside of every single human on this planet. So by, by just looking at this world and how every human being is being and reacting right now. I mean, we we can see that this planet, people are full of hate, mm. anger, and rage. And uh, I mean, it's playing out on the world stage right now. Mm. And fighting against a system, fighting against each other, fighting against... Um, government is not going to get us anywhere mm-hmm. that is simply just going to repeat history i believe we've been here before mm-hmm. many times mm-hmm. um and people must pause and go within right now they must be spending most of their time doing the work, as I call it. It's essential, completely essential to, you know, to continue on, to to unite Mm. with one another. We Mm. can't be looking out at people and going, oh my God, well, he's a liberal and, you know, or or they're a Democrat or, you know, they took the jab and I can't, you know, and people are calling people these these names and it's just a regurgitation. It's a perpetuation mm-hmm. of everything that is going on right now. Mm-hmm. 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 Nothing good is coming of it. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I'm Nothing. so with you on that. Yeah. And so if you had to describe what you had to face within <laughs> what was that alchemy process like for you? Uh, um, I'll go first, just so you know, you're not alone. You got a sister on the path. Mine, <laughs> mine felt demonic. Um, and at one point I felt like I was doing a DIY exorcism um, to face off with my deepest fears. Turns out it was just a complete death and rebirth. Um, but but I didn't have any other reference, right? Except for watching movies of the the deepest fears and projections of that. Um, but it still felt very, very real. And it took everything within me to stand up out of my bed and to meet this vision head on and to say, not now, not ever. And to call on God, to call on love and light. It was so freaking powerful. And, and I, and at times I forget that I have that power, right? And I'm like concerned about what someone may think or concerned about money or concerned about all of the BS that we've been programmed to believe is not our inherent cosmic birthright. 
And so anyway, stepping up, peeling away the layers again and again and again, because as you know, it gets deeper and deeper and more granular. So that's a little bit of mine in a very broad stroke, but how, yeah, what have you had to meet and reconcile to be here now? Because you make it look easy, Raina. And I know that it took took everything out of you to get here because you mentioned it as a start before and after of a life before 2020. Yeah, it, it's um, it, it was similar to yours. Like it, it felt like an ongoing exorcism that I was moving mm-hmm. through. And I, at, looking back now, and mine really, um, I mean, I've mo- I've been moving through stuff, Michelle, for from probably the age of twenty. So like the last twenty eight years of my life, I've been moving through stuff, mm-hmm. and it was probably in about two thousand and eighteen where the big one began. Mm. And I, uh, yeah, there were days when I just, I couldn't, it was like the only, the best way to describe it was I was stuck in this web of absolute dark muck and I could not for the life of me see my way out of it Mm. for quite some time. Mm. You know, I spent days on the couch sometimes. Like I was just so... Mm-hmm. heavy and so uh, depressed and I'm like what in the hell is wrong with me yeah you know and especially looking back going why is this happening mm-hmm. I you know I picked up my first self-help book when I was like 19 years old and which one was that um it was oh, what, what was her name I was just that's okay I got into self-help very young too so I love it and I'm not surprised but yeah right and then we shame ourselves like you should know better you've already mastered this pain point right oh yeah Mm -hmm. so then I'm like I can't believe I'm here what did I do wrong oh my god and it was you know 18 a good solid two years Mm -hmm. but looking back now hello of course (laughs) (laughs) it all makes sense right yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. It's like wiping away any of what you thought was the foundation that was all illusory, right? And and there was something that I was watching of yours as I was prepping for this conversation. Um, and it was, you talked about, you know, this, this soul split, basically, that is widely known in the world of plant medicine or the shamanic realm, um, probably, I'm sure, in um, hypnotherapy and psychology, where we come in and we know who we are, even, but we can't remember why we came. <laughs> There's that, so that innocence, that purity, that holiness. Yeah. And then somewhere around, you know, seven, eight, nine years old, there is a split. Mine happened actually at birth, but, but it's going to be somewhere in there. And, and so now we, for the rest of our lives, will try to restore wholeness and seek it out through all these different like status, right? And labels and identities and money. And then that turns into, that didn't do it. So then it turns into addiction. Did you battle any addiction? Cause I certainly did. I, um, my big addiction was food. Mm-hmm. That was, that was my big addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I used to smoke. Me too. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I'd still today, you know what, today, like if I'm off to Paris and I'm having a glass of wine, I'm going to light one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I used to smoke. I quit that. Um, you know, I, I never had an issue with alcohol or drugs or anything like that. My big one was food. Yeah, yeah. You know? Isn't it interesting, though, that like how almost everybody that we know has one? 
or always. more, but always one. And yeah. it's it, so, so you being a clinical hypnotherapist at this point in your life, and we're going to circle back to the transition uh, to reconciling and facing off with all of that. Um, that's just death of ego, death of a false identity to be here where you are now standing in your role that is definitely multidimensional, multifaceted from everything that I can observe. But as a clinical hypnotherapist, what is your take on the addiction that is the, the true epidemic on the planet amongst humanity? I think we have a populace of people on this planet that are so, that have, that are so traumatized mm. um, that, um, you know, have suffered at the hands of abuse one way or another. Um, and I look at addiction and people who are battling with addiction is they're, they're hurting. Mm. There's nothing wrong with them. Um, they're simply hurting mm. and their pain is so great mm. that in order to feel normal, they, they, they numb it. I think we have, you know, this earth that we're on, planet that we're on. This is a, it's a rough and tumble planet. There's nothing easy about being on this planet. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, the sad thing is, Michelle, is that people have always been very forthcoming with me. They're always very open, just met. They're very, and I love that. Mm -hmm. So many people in my own circle, in my own family, just, you know, colleagues that have opened up to me. So many people have suffered at the hands of abuse, mm -hmm. you know, whether it be sexual abuse or it was an alcoholic father or, you know, like whatever. Mm -hmm. So many people. Mm -hmm. And when we're young, we're these precious adorable pure souls come here right and all of a sudden we're we're jolted in, into being screamed at or being sexually abused or whatever creates mm. mm. pain bodies you know within us and those pain bodies some of them are so great mm. that um why is there so much addiction? Why, you know, is anxiety and depression at an all-time high? Mm -hmm. I believe it all comes down to trauma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you trace it back, just to have that compassionate lens that I try so hard to embody and remember, um, they were traumatized and then their parents were traumatized or their care caregivers. Yeah. And it is true, you know, Earth. It's a beautiful planet. She's one of the 12 archangels. People forget yep. that. She is by the name of Gaia. And, and for all of her glory, it is a tough place to be. And then we each come with, I believe, and I'd love to know your thoughts on this. I believe we each come with, as a soul from many, many, many lifetimes past, um, our unique schoolroom curriculum. And oh. so for me, the, the, the deepest quest in this time, and I, I really want to slow down to say this because I mean this, is to honor that contract without dwelling in the darkness and shame. And that is, as my teacher, Ram Dass always talks about, the great equanimity of being human, right? 
because a lot of people, especially in this time, are just focusing on the shadow, lower self, the inner harsh critic. And that for me, I did that for a good year, year and a half. And my vibration got so low right after I had just won this fight against myself, right? To break free, to liberate, face off with the, with the stuff that was so hard. And then I went right back down because it was yet another programming. Do you know what I'm talking about? You do. Oh my gosh. Cause I haven't really talked about this with many people except my mother who is the sage of all sages. And so, yeah, what are you, how, what's coming up for you as I just shared that? There is such a, there is such a fine line and there is such a balance. First of all, I agree with you. I, you know, I believe that even before, before we come down here, we choose a lot mm. of the experiences that we're going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, like you said, you know, just going back to if you've suffered at the hands of abuse, well, so did the person that, you know, you were at the hands of. So there's, let's get rid of blame altogether mm. right? because trauma is generational. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we chose some lessons or some experiences to have, well, then that essentially means that we take our power back and we can't point, become a victim and blame somebody else. And the interesting thing about what I just said is that what I have found is when I do talk about that, most people do not like that. No, they don't. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, that's no, a no, level no. of responsibility that most are not willing to face yet. They're not willing to face it yet. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, you know, the great, when I always say, when you can just take a breath, mm-hmm. step back and just ponder. I don't like speaking truth. I think truth is a really harsh word. It sets people off and it polarizes mm-hmm. people. Um, but, you know, if you ask somebody to just ponder a moment, if, if by chance you chose to have this experience and if by chance you chose these soul contracts with these certain people while you were down here or carry out these experiences then you're responsible for where you're at you're responsible mm-hmm. for where you're at in your life and you you can't point the finger at anyone and you can't blame anyone. And that's a beautiful thing because there is being victim consciousness. I mean, it's down there with shame and with unworthiness and fear. It's a very, very low vibration. Yes. yes. Right? So this whole healing journey, being human, enjoying this beautiful planet it's it's balanced mm-hmm. i believe there's nothing wrong with us we've always been whole you know and i even sometimes say i don't even like the word heal because that implies that there's something wrong with us i'm with you on that yeah you know i use it because people that's the word that they understand and you know mm-hmm. they relate to mm-hmm. but we shouldn't even be using that word because there's nothing wrong with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautifully said. You know, we've just come here. We've had experiences. Some of them amazing and beautiful. Some of them shitty as shit shit can get. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the reason I believe that we come here. Mm-hmm. This is a third dimensional reality where we can experience everything. Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah. it's beautiful to heal. 
or to move density out of your body. Mm -hmm. But you don't need, um, I think that's one thing that is just overly hyped on right now. Mm -hmm. Is it important? Absolutely. Um, Can you force it? Nope. Nope. Can you be open to it and allow it? Yes. But at the same time, don't sit there and berate yourself. Don't judge yourself. Don't, you know, think, you know, you know, I've done something wrong or, oh my God, you know, somebody else isn't going through this. It's just me. And find balance. Allow yourself to be, allow things to come up. But my God, live this life. Enjoy every moment that you can. And live is the key word that you just said there. It's like fully live. I I, I still in moments can get caught up in like, ooh, what's going to happen? And I think we're about to see much darker, darker times, oh. but it will all be perspective. I mean, we've got oh. to go through this in order to get to the other side. I mean... And, and I don't really even know what that means or if I will get to witness that in my lifetime. But what I know is that something that I heard, actually, um, one of my favorite shamans, you may be familiar with her, Allison Charles. She's married to Luke Story of the Lifestylist podcast. She's got a phenomenal show called the Ceremony Circle podcast. She's she's coming here anyway. She she got clarity recently around that she is here to carry the torch of the origin seed. Right. I just got the chills as you were like, and, and I, I mean, I don't want to take that from her, but just even being present to that in our field right now, that is what I'm standing for. If you want to use the term truth, that's my truth. You, because how many are left of the purest and, 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 and by the way, it's all needed. Everything is in perfection. And in divine order, right? We need the anchor points that can't see it. We're never designed to see it so that we could have, this is what I believe. I'm curious what your thoughts are. That Because this is what I struggled with and battled with so hard when I wanted certain people to get it. Or those who, like, let's say, didn't get the jab, but maybe now because of the way things have been programmed, we're not seeing anything in this from the same lens of perception. But what I've come to know is that's their journey. And the more that I can let it be easy and light, let it be easy and kind, which is something I wish I shared yesterday on social. That's what was really my meaning. Like all this deliberate distraction and division is going to just, it's just not serving us. And that's what I really see you speaking to. So I just shared a lot. I want to pause for anything that may be coming through for you that you want to pick up on. That, that was another thing that I struggled with too, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it was almost like there was a split twice. So first there was yes. a split yes. and then there was a second split. And that one hurt more. It Cause I was yes. like, what is going on? Yes. You know, but like you said, there is divine order in everything. Yes. And the one thing that I'm, I'm getting really good at, mm. um, is just allowing when something comes into my field, mm. whether it be, you know, in my life, during my walk, when I'm out at the store on social media, somebody wearing a mask in a car. Mm. What I'm getting so good at, Michelle, is that I'm like, if something comes up in me, I'm like, okay, okay. Mm. Thank you. 
I love you. No matter who you are, where you're at on your journey, what you're doing, what you believe, I love you. Whatever's coming up in me, I'm like, okay, let's let's feel into this and let's let's bring it up and let's because every single person is here to mirror back to us Hmm. what we need and free ourselves even more. Hmm. You know, what we need to crack our hearts open, what we need in order to offer more compassion and love to this world. Hmm. Three years ago, I was like, different story. Um, love being in this space. Thank you for saying that too. Thank you for taking a moment to really honor and acknowledge your journey because we don't do that enough in this second. For me, there's been like multiple splits. It's like inception, right? Are those (laughs) Russian dolls? (laughs) And and at the center is the origin seed. And eventually, as Ram Dass says, we are all walking each other home. We will will reunite in soul land or wherever it is called on the other side of the veil. But in the meantime, I want to live from that perspective as wide heart open as possible. And, And that's what I'm really hearing come through for you. So for you to acknowledge that you're really getting good at that, it reminds me of, I used to like get rageful deep within, maybe no one knew about that was the second layer. First yeah. stage was I was in rage when I would see someone wearing a mask inside their car oh, driving easy. alone. Right. Just like, cause I was the Karen in Santa Monica, not going to lie. Like I was that. And so I had to leave it. I had to leave it yeah. and didn't know where I was going. And anyway, And then the next layer was seeing it, but not saying anything out loud because now I'm embarrassed, but having it, feeling it, feeling so righteous, right? What's wrong with them? Don't they know? And I was like, whoa. And then just to let all of that unravel, all of that go. And the more that I love up on me, the more that I am compassionate with myself and I love my divinity and I am devotional to my practices, my rituals to really open that channel and know who I am. Even when I forget, I've got those remembrance practices in place. Yeah. So just the other day I saw a woman, we were in a store and she came in and she was wearing a mask. And I, all I, and I, all I thought was, well, actually what had really happened. So there must've been several layers. I remember passing by her and then getting passed by her and thinking, I didn't even have a thought. I didn't even really, it's like, I still saw it and I'm excited for the day when I don't even see it. But like to honor this in ourselves is really key right now. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for reactions. Reactions were so strong, you know, in those first two years, they were so strong. So much was coming up. Mm. So like you said, to be able to see her. Yeah. And actually, it reminds me of one of my favorite channels who's been a guest on Fire and Soul, Paul Seligan, the guides. Maybe you're familiar with his work. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, he was asked, what is your favorite teaching that comes through the guides? And he said, what you damn damns you back. And then, of course, on the reverse, and I've shared this here on the show, um, and so is he, 
what you bless blesses you back, but it's from this perspective of seeing the divinity in everyone, but you cannot see it in anyone else unless you know it for yourself, which brings me to now where I want to head in the conversation. And I, I really want to just, I just want to share it, what you wrote. Um, let me find it. There's so many beautiful things that you have written. Uh, and so I'm going to encourage everyone who's not familiar with your work to head on over to the self-love lounge, and then maybe you'll even find yourself inspired to want to work with Raina one-on-one. Um, you can probably hear the weed whacker. That's okay. Um, you say master, and this got, a, this got a lot, a lot of attention on your, on your feed. Uh, mastering our state of being is the only path to power, pleasure, abundance, freedom, and pure joy on this planet. And right now, most are denying themselves these states by constantly being distracted by the external, fighting against the system, reacting to every story, the false matrix pushes, fighting against others, proving points, schlepping belief, shaming the other side, and quote, fighting for freedom are very low states of being. They're controlled and fearful states, and they will get us absolutely nowhere. You go on to say, everything that is unraveling on this planet is going exactly the way it's supposed to. It's right on time and as per the plan. So the question is, is how do you want to live your life as this evolution in consciousness continues to unravel for years to come? Beautiful. And can we just give a moment of reverence for that truth coming through you? But for more context and nuance, what does that mean for you? And what's calling you forward right now in a way that I imagine has more potency than ever before? Because it compounds. You know, it's you say that right now, Mm -hmm. uh, we're actually in the middle. We've sold our home. Mm -hmm. Um, We're in the middle of selling almost everything that we own. Mm -hmm. Um, Stripping down to minimalism at its best uh we're going to be buying a motor home and we're going to be traveling mm. for the next little while because now is the time you know and i always say this if you are not on the road to living your best and truest life right now mm. what the fuck are you even yeah. are you doing? Yeah. And it happens with these micro steps, these micro shifts. Mm-hmm. But I was actually speaking with one of my clients the other day and, and I said, we did not come down here as these divine pieces of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Before we came down here, we didn't say, okay, I'm going to go down to earth. And I'm going to sit in suffering and I'm going to be afraid to kind of follow my dreams and I'm going to keep quiet and I'm going to be small and I'm going to stay at a job I hate and I'm going to pay my taxes and I'm going to contribute to my RSPs or my 401k. And then when I retire, I'm going to live this good life. Right. Mm-hmm. You didn't, we didn't come down here to do that. Mm. We came down here to remember who we are, to Mm. recall our power and understand that we are free and sovereign beings Mm. who can do whatever they want to do. That's how we're going to change this world, Mm. right? We're not going to change this world by 
fighting against the system. And people, they hate when I say that. Because Some, like, but only a small percentage, I noticed, at least on your following, most yeah. were like, okay, they want to trust in that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. there are others, absolutely. It's just, yeah, too conditioned. Yes. Too conditioned. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, imagine being so in your power, mm-hmm. so centered mm-hmm. that regardless of what authorities around you to tell you to do you don't even know because you don't even listen because you don't care that's right they have zero effect on your life so imagine if even 20 percent of humanity got to that place and then 30 percent of humanity got to that place where they were living as free sovereign beings living a self-authorized life Mm. meaning they answer to no one and they answer to no one because they don't even listen to anyone. <laughs> They're not following anyone on Twitter. They're not watching the news. They are living and creating their own beautiful life. Hmm. This is how we move through this shift. This is how we raise our consciousness. This is how we recall our power. And by doing that, it begins within. Mm-hmm. You know, let's. Do the work as it comes up. Let's identify our pain bodies and 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 move them through us. There you is know, no see, other way. There is no other way. I see so many, you know, women or like an Instagram special, and they're like, "Oh, I need to. I need this to soothe my nervous system." Well, honey, as we're going to continue moving through this, soothing your nervous system is not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work. You know. Mm-hmm. You've got to get to the root. There's always a reason. Mm. Always a reason. Get to the root, get it gone. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have to waste time and energy soothing your nervous system because mm-hmm. your nervous system is beautifully centered and strong. Mm. Yeah, what a beautiful paradigm shift. Uh, for me, I am one of those, not, not as boldly as maybe some of what you've just described, because well, I certainly know what you mean. And they have made a very big fortune with that tagline. Um, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not judging that at all. No. It inspired me to get clarity around the anxiety that was running my nervous system most of my life and the deep nuanced, subtle, almost imperceptible, even to me, especially to me, um, shifts that I had to make within with profound devotion to understand that was even happening on a low grade always and in all days. And to understand that that was just like this programmed fear that was so rooted in like five, six, seven years old. That's the work we're talking about right here. And that's the work that most want to avoid, (laughs) suppress, deny, you know? And like, if I just go and make more money, if I'm a certain size on the scale Or if I drink enough cocktails, I'll forget, right? And that's what you're talking about, is that it's time to just be with it. Be with it. You know, go into, I call it the underworld. Yes, yes. Go into the underworld. Sit there. Feel Mm -hmm. it. You know, one of the greatest things that we can do is whenever that feeling of anxiety comes up, or if you want to reach for the donut or the drink or spark the doobie or whatever, One of the most potent things we can do for ourselves is just to take even two minutes, just sit with that feeling. Sit with it, inquire it, 
wonder about it. Why is it there? Where is it coming from? Because it's that it's it's a feeling that arises within us that pushes us to grab for something, do something, uh, distract ourselves. That feeling, that's where all of the gold is. And then hypnotherapy takes it even farther because as you mentioned, right, most of this happens to us either in the womb or, you know, when we're children. It's all of our subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind rules our life. It's our protector. Um, and it's a very important job. But, you know, it also holds every single memory that we've ever made or every decision that we've ever made. And, and when we're a child and we're experiencing some trauma, Subconscious mind automatically throws, you know, us into protection mode. And what protected us when we were three doesn't protect us when we're adults. It's actually, you know, it, it manifests as anxiety, panic attacks, addictions, illness, you name it. So with hypnotherapy, we can actually just get into the subconscious mind, go back to whatever the incident was that caused whatever you know, that person is struggling with today. And we take that incidence and we reframe it. And the subconscious mind is so powerful that all of a sudden we reframe that incidence, that incident never happened. And all of a sudden there's nothing to fight against. There's nothing to resist against. It's just. Yeah, beautifully put. Yeah, could you share your distinction of conscious and subconscious? Conscious is our logical mind. It is our mind that we use to type on the computer or, you know, make plans or build something or run a business. Subconscious mind is where all of our beliefs, our thoughts, our patterns reside. And what happens is that and this is an actual fact, 95% of who we are are programs that have been installed in us. 95%. And 60% of that 95% negative, mm. self-limiting, self-sabotaging. So you find so many people, we've been fed this bullshit of well, you need discipline, you need motivation. And mm. yes, you do, you know, or you need a prescription or whatever. When all you need to do is get into your subconscious mind, whether it's, you know, I mean, hypnotherapist has, there's, there's deep, deep, um, programs that need to be moved, mm -hmm. but it runs our life because when you try and quiet down, you hear that, hear those thoughts and those beliefs, and they're never positive, mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not good enough. It keeps, you know, you go into the past. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. I can't do that. I'm afraid. It just continually 
plays this in our minds. And that's done there purposely and not on purpose. So, you know, we take on the fears of our parents. Mm -hmm. We take on the beliefs of our parents, which is whatever. It's okay. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, it's done to us on purpose by society and so the television news authority figures health officers you know that's and i mean all you need is fear all you need is emotion repetition and authority you get those three things and before you know it you have formed a new belief and we saw that in 20 Mm, yeah very you saw that clear as day yeah yeah those three things and you're going to control a person yep yep repetition yeah it was profound and and um it it it, you know I'm sure just like you it rocked my world even those that I admired and were my mentors pre-2020 um I've seen you share in your post um you'll reference your mentor from time to time. Is that someone who's known and is that someone who's still in your life or did that also be a part of the show? Well, actually my mentor, she was, um, she was a hypnotherapist that I met when I was in my early twenties. And she was this, this beautiful, um, Austrian woman. I think she was, gosh, she was in her mid sixties when I met her. Yeah, she had to have been. She's still practicing today. She is this, this quick-witted, says anything to anyone, just, just beautiful woman. Perfect and, mentor. Oh, <laughs> like perfect mentor. <sighs> and you know, to this day, she's she has been the single person who allowed me mm. to become, you know, she was a big part of who I was able to become just mm. through working with her. Mm-hmm. Through working with her. And, mm. and all the mentors that I kind of had outside of myself, well, they're all sellouts that I found out over the last three years. They weren't real. And at first I was like, what? Yeah. And then I was like, okay, here is the lesson here, dear woman. What is that lesson? That lesson is, is that we have everything within us that we require in order to become pro whatever i mean it's okay to honestly i mean it's fine to have a mentor but but we've been so conditioned to like go oh like bow down to this mm-hmm. mentor i think this mentor is you know so much more bigger than we are mm-hmm. and that's not that's not yeah not true you know it takes away from our magnificence when we put somebody else on a pedestal like what Mm -hmm. are we doing we've been conditioned to do that we don't need to do that if someone has something to say that we find interesting amazing Mm -hmm. listen don't put them on a pedestal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they don't need to be on the pedestal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah there are those though that truly um help to show the path that can be walked bravely 
And I'm going to put you in that category as we begin to close this conversation. Um, I mentioned this during this recording, but it happened before we hit record. And it's that I shared with you that I, you know, got a very strong call slash demand that it's time for me to step more into my power. And, and I can notice where I've got the thoughts of like, what would people think? Yeah. Or you can't really say that. And I still, I'm like, okay, baby steps. Like I put out a little video yesterday and I'm like, it was kind of it, but it's not really it. I know who I fucking am. And I know what I say when I'm in my coaching programs. I know what I say here on this podcast. That's yeah. two different humans. And it's like, what am I waiting for? Right. And I've had people in my community say, Michelle, own it more so everywhere. But I could not deny the message that came in. And then I was clearly shown, relax you will be taken care of, but we have to go first. And so that's what I want to share just with you. I, I don't put you on a pedestal, but I definitely w- want you to know you've got a sister walking on the path with you. And my intention, my deepest prayer is that we join hands as women fully embodied in our authentic power and that we walk this path together so that we may blaze the trail for those who may not know what it looks like, what it could feel like, and we show them through our vibration. And I'm getting the full body chills because I know that there was so, it was so poetic and divinely appointed. When I reached out to you for the second time, I reached out a year ago. I wasn't ready for the conversation a year ago. You never responded. I don't even know if you saw it. But when I got that call, I was like, I'm reaching out. Because I want to encourage anyone who's listening, if you got the nudge, answer the fucking call. Yes. And that, and you know, we are this, this is what needs to happen. We need to show up. We need to stand up. We need to speak up because without that, there is nothing for other women to see. And mm-hmm. like you said, we need to rise. We need to join hands. Mm-hmm. Women, the women that I work with, are so we're all so similar in nature we're all you know we have similar type of background we've gone through similar things we've struggled through similar addictions we're all more alike than we've been led to believe we have been we've been conditioned by the society to judge other women and be feel you know uh like divided from other women and other women are going to take away from us. And it is such bullshit. And it's happened for a reason because together as women rise and join hands, the power that comes from that is the power that this evolution requires. Mm. It is required. Mm -hmm. Mm, So it is. Oh, oh, I'm just going to let that just marinate the field for a moment. And that is, yes, a term that I think I got inspired by from Alison Charles. So I really want to honor her right now, too. This is Potent Medicine. I am so grateful for you. Is there anything that I didn't ask or that you feel compelled to share? And then anything also that you've got coming up that maybe my audience may want to take a look at and ponder uh, if it intrigues them? I guess the the one thing that I want to leave with is that right now is 
the most pivotal and important time in the history of this planet for women to come together mm. who they are and stand in their power and use their and in doing so they not only do it for themselves but they turn when they turn their light all the way on michelle other women see them mm. And then those women come and they join and they do the same thing. And then they turn their light all the way on. And then more women keep coming. They keep coming and we keep joining and we keep rising. And it is our, our, it is our uh, compassion and our love and our emotional bodies that are going to shift this, this Thing that we're in. Hmm. So the more women join with us, grander and more beautiful this place becomes. Hmm. And that's why we're here. And is it scary? Yeah. But you know what? The more you do it, the less scary it becomes. And before you know it, you're saying whatever you want. And I the one thing I say. One of my greatest accomplishments is this. I can say anything, anytime, anywhere, to anyone. And not not blinking at it. To me, that is absolute freedom. Yes. Yes. Absolute freedom. Mm. So... And I do have, um, I've been kind of low key the last little while. I've been, you know, going into my house, preparing to cross the world, you know, small things. (laughs) And you have a child, right? Is your child coming with you? No, actually, my child's grown already. He's 30, 33. Woman, you look like you're 40 years old. Oh, that's amazing. Look at you. See, this is what happens. Radiance is the gift (laughs) that that brings. Oh, yeah, God yeah, bless you. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's, just, it's just the two of us who are going to be oh, going on this. And, um, but yeah, I've been working on um, a new offering and um, it's uh, not sure if it's going to be a one-on-one yet or if it's going to be a group um, kind of mentorship, but uh, called the Upgraded Human. Ooh. And it is just, um, you know, I'm going to, to help women again, you know, just remember who they are, reclaim their power, call their power back. Mm-hmm. I always say everything I have to say is nothing that you don't already know. That's right. We yeah. all hold the same wisdom, the same knowing, right? Yeah. I don't have anything to teach. I just want to see you rise into your power and live your most authentic and beautiful life. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's it. Yes. So good. So then, uh, is it fair to say that if my listeners follow you on Instagram at the Self Love Lounge, that they will be able to see if you know yes. how that program or package Absolutely. evolves? Okay, great, beautiful. Um, I'm gonna encourage everyone to head on over there. I follow you. I never can get enough. And it was so funny because I was noticing last night. Here, I thought I 
I don't really share much on Instagram because I'm again built more of my community over on on the Facebook. And uh, although I love Instagram, it's where I go to follow and um, people like you who help me stand more in my my truth and and divinity. And but I noticed like like 900 posts, and I was like 900. It feels like it's like thousands. And I was like, oh man, that's kind of cool. This is like an intimate salon over here. Quality over quantity. Yeah. So I just really want to honor you and acknowledge you for the beautiful work that you do. I'm sure I said it before, but it just deserves and warrants to be said again. Um, it's incredible who you have allowed yourself to become, to be here now. And we just getting started. Oh, I would- just getting started. I would love to have you back and we'll just have a 2.0 of this. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. I love it. Raina, thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank Mm. you. It's an honor. Thank you for listening to Fire and Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.